Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm your host. My name is Kirk Smith, and I have a co-host, Graham K. Hey everybody, good to be back. Uh, this is Autastic, the comedian's guide to autism. As Kirk said, he has an autistic son, a son with autism. Gosh, you'd think I'd figure that out um, <laughs> by this point, five years. A son with autism. I have a brother with autism. We're just trying to figure it out. Kirk, how? was your week thanksgiving was good i am down in beautiful tropical ecuador my home um yes and uh it was it was good it was you know it was uh it was uh i, I spent time with my um uh, my brother's kids and my parents it was just kind of a small little gathering you know i've already got the antibodies and everybody's trying to be your is your brother down there right now from texas no my other brother i have a brother who lives here permanently so, oh yeah, wow! The per- I, I forgot about that brother. Yeah, that guy who lives a permanent is here, and I forgot how mean his kids can be. These little, these little. Uh, it's a, how old are they? Uh, twelve, thirteen, and sixteen. No, twelve, fourteen, and sixteen. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. that's those are the meanest. Those are the ages. mean years, mean little guys. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty funny. We had a pretty a pretty uh, lively Thanksgiving. Um, uh, discussion. I tried to be mean enough to get them to be quiet, but not so mean they have to go to counseling. So that's always a tough little, uh, <laughs> a tough yes. little thread, needle to thread. But uh, mm-hmm. it was good. How what did you do for Thanksgiving? Well, for Thanksgiving, I went to a super spreader party. Um, <laughs> I went to a disco. Really? And uh, yep, yeah. Wow. Yep. A lot, of, lot of people are going to die. It was worth wow. it though. No, I'm kidding. We, I, what did I do? I went to a friend's backyard. It was unseasonably warm. Um, I was, I kind of resigned to the, to the idea that I was just going to spend it alone because I already went to Canadian Thanksgiving yep. uh, last month in Canada. But my friend had has a nice backyard with like picnic table and uh, fire and That's great. Uh, and like you know a bunch of folding chairs, and we had like an outdoor Thanksgiving. It was um, like. 65 degrees oh that's great something like that that's great it was 18 degrees celsius Boom. i think that's like 65 anyway and so it was nice it was really nice it was good i ate a bunch of food i brought the i, I brought the stuffing wow you made it yourself Stove, well stovetop and Out of the um, box. yeah 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 well, people always i've never had it before people people were like crap like crapping on stovetop it's good <laughs> Might be the best stuffing I've ever had. <laughs> the best stuff you've ever made, for sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I wanted to see my daughter, but she's like nervous about everything. So she's, yeah, doesn't want to, yeah. So, yeah. Well, she should be. It's good. Yeah. We, people shouldn't be traveling, yeah. you know, I know. unfortunately. You know, it's not worth it. You might not die and your family might not die, but someone might get it and spread it to somebody at the grocery store and then somebody dies. That's, I mean... Well, we Ecuador is Ecuador's very organized, actually. When you get off the plane, there's a guy with a computer that they like scan everybody's temperature, and then you have to fill out this form. Then you have to print it out in advance your COVID test from 72 hours in advance, uh, within Good. 72 hours. It was surprisingly organized, unlike when I fly back to the States and I'm like, welcome home, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, it's good to see family. I don't know. I'm I'm mixed on this. And then we have a good friend or a good friend of mine who passed away today. Today he passed away this morning. Kenny Ortega, who's been on a ventilator for the last two weeks, I think. 
so sorry. Yeah, they, was he a good friend of yours? Well, we he was one of the first guys that um, I worked with here. We worked together a lot, and we had he he was. Um, I wonder if I can tell this story or if it's too, because you don't want to. Well, I'm gonna tell the story, so we can edit this out. It's my turn to edit. So first time I do a set in New York City or at least at this club, maybe New York city. I come up from Texas. I've been performing in Texas. I'm okay, but I'm not good. Right. So I was at this club called the ha comedy club right off times square that all the barkers, the homeless barkers and dry, you know, barking tourists. Right. So they would do six, seven shows a night in three rooms. It'd be like a six o'clock, a seven an eight, nine, 10, all the way up to one in the morning. Well, the one in the morning show it's yeah. you're barking in people who hang out in times square at one in the morning. So it's like, you know, it's yeah. a lot of drugs. Ne'er do wells. Yes, it's a lot of hard cases and like, and you know, and it's like seven people in this room. And uh, and the booker is a guy named Cisco, who's still around. He's like, hey, you want to go up on the show and do the checks? I'm like, sure, that'd be great. You know, I don't know. So he's like, all right, we'll do se- seven uh, checks. Checks is when they drop the checks. Yes. And so the whole audience is not paying attention. They, they lose interest. Math. They're drunk. They're it's dark. And they're doing math. It is the worst uh, spot time to do comedy. And so anyway, at this on. point, by now, it's 2.30 in the morning, right? Because the show started at 1.30. It's late. 2.30 in the and morning. And you're just hanging around. So you, you need, you want, like, when you're new and when you, this is when Kirk was, like, a little newer in the game. It's 11 years so ago, kinda, yeah. You're kind of, like, hanging out, looking, hope, hoping to get the check spot, you know? So you can, maybe you can do well. The booker will see exactly. you. If you do okay on the check spot, that means you'll do probably good on a regular spot so maybe he'll book you so anyway you just give me a little back yeah no no no. it's good i forget that people don't know that it's kind of a test they're kind of testing you so then um and so kenny was also there so i followed kenny who was like he's he's a he's a dominican sorry puerto rican puerto rican guy very very bronx latino kind of crass like it's a lot of uh well this is a family podcast but it's a lot of sex jokes and a lot of but he does it very well he does very, very well as a road dog. He's been doing it 20 years, 25 years. But at this point, probably only 15. But he, he does pretty well, like not bad. Cause, you know, it's the middle of the night, and there's nobody there. And so then I go up, and, they, and, and him and Kenny are like, uh, how much, do seven minutes. So, okay, so I do like my best seven. I like crunch everything up. I cut some punchlines just to get to the next joke, you know. Seven minutes, and it goes okay. Not, not good, but not terrible. And I get a couple little chuckles. I look around. The host isn't back. So I do another couple minutes, I look in the back of the room, host still not there. So now I'm done. I'm out of material because I've only been doing comedy four or five years. So I, <laughs> I've done my best stuff. <laughs> I mean, if, mm-hmm. so then I look back 13 minutes, still not there. And I can't like go back. Hey, remember that joke I told 10 minutes ago? Strawberries. You're, out, like, you're out of material. I'm out. These two ding-dongs, Kenny and, and Cisco, leave me up there for like 18 minutes. As a joke? I, so, so I'm still, you know, and then I'm finally, I'm, I'm doing crowd work, right? Like, hey, what are you doing? And there's this, like these two kind of hard kids, like, you know, wearing like, one of them had a do-rag and like, they're wearing like street wear. And he's like, I'm waiting for you to take off that coat and say something funny. Well, that got like the biggest laugh of the night. You know, that got, ah, because I was wearing a, oh, a suit jacket. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's pretty good, you know. But finally, these guys come back in the room. 22 minutes like i was done <laughs> it was like the longest when you're starting out in comedy 22 <laughs> minutes is like four hours yeah and if you have you really only when you're starting out in comedy you you 
you probably have five to seven minutes. Maybe ten it. if you're really if you're prepared yeah. and you like stretch it yeah. out and you like. Yeah. So you think you have a lot more, but not if nobody's laughing. You don't. You know, not if it's a no, tough crowd. It's the middle of the night. Even now, my Mike, if 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 it's like a really tough crowd, like my headline set is like an hour, and you have to be you're contracted to be up there an hour, and if no one's laughing, it's like. <laughs> 35 minutes, 40 minutes. You're like, oh boy, what am I going to do for the next 20 minutes? This is hell. Um, and so then they go, um, how was it? And I'm like, it was 22 minutes. They're like, no, couldn't have been that long. And I'm like, I taped it. Uh, I recorded it. it was to, like, well, how did it go? And I'm like, not good. And then mm-hmm. they were like, you want to come back tomorrow? I'm like, yeah. So they're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. So that's my Kenny Ortega story. Like he was like, he would kind of like mess with you a little bit, but then you were also kind of in the group, if that makes any sense. And so then Mm -hmm. that was like, from then on, I got spots there, which was like a big deal at the time Mm -hmm. when you're trying to get spots. So like, you know, I didn't leave the stage. I didn't have a meltdown. I didn't curse anybody out. I just bombed hard. It got off really sweaty. Took one on the chin. Good for you. That's well, my Kenny Ortega story. The the uh, the how we're going to tie this into uh, autism is uh, COVID is real. It's still out there. Uh, we're you know it's affecting people. And uh, I just we were I was looking cruising, Kirk. I was cruising off for looking for articles for this episode, uh, autism related news. And one I did not choose because it was too sad was a um was out of the detroit free press Uh, a mother went through a nightmare and her child had covid but she had couldn't be near the kid in the hospital oh boy imagine that your your nonverbal child is alone in the hospital you can't go so I'm sure most of uh, our ta- autistics listening uh, are very careful, but let this be a lesson to you. You know, someone like you, your son, your daughter, your friend, you know, could be alone in the hospital. Be the worst. We all got to buckle down. I uh, no more super spreader parties for me. I tell you that much. Yeah, well, we're um, trying to like for JJ. We're trying to this this week. I had a call with him today. He took uh, they used the car twice. Did the uh, Sunday they went to a, on a hike and so yeah trying to get out but also keep him away from people poor little guy but uh, yeah tough I think he's tough. doing good this can be expected mm. what would happen if he was alone in the hospital JJ's nonverbal for our new I I don't know you know he's not um, he's not very communicative we do these calls these daily calls so. And my mom's been on him uh, the last week I've been here, and and you know, she'll peek in, and he just crosses his arm and stares at us, he like do like a little like, just like and he'll be eating a piece of bread, just staring at us. Huh. <laughs> huh. What does your mom think of all this? Does he recognize your mom? Does he know who she is? I don't know if he recognizes my mom. I think in person maybe, but I I, I don't know how much he, he's he's not very. Uh, effusive with his expressions, uh, especially if it's not yes. something that he wants. Sure. Uh, I don't know how he would do it. How would Peter do if he got COVID and had to be in the hospital, you think? Well, um, it just breaks my heart thinking about it. But I think he would be, I mean, it wouldn't be the worst. I think that as long as we could do video chats and explain to him stuff and because he could, you know, he understands things. Yeah. So, and so we can talk to him and get through to him and 
Calm yeah, I mean, that's the big, that's the big uh, watershed for me, or the, the, the watermark is verbal versus nonverbal. Because if they're nonverbal, yeah. it's really tough. 100%. You don't know what they're thinking. You don't know what they're, you know, it's hard to even know if they understand what you're saying. Brutal. Yeah. Um, well, I, uh, you know, moving on uh, from a less depressing subject. Um, <laughs> Peter is doing well. We can, well. Cut, we can he, cut this uh, part. We can cut the part I said. No, no, no. Keep it in. It's real, man. We have to, you know. Anyway, so Peter's doing well. I bought him a bunch of fish uh, when I was a month ago, when I was home for Thanksgiving. Um, you know, as you know, uh, our listeners know, he his his fish tank is a, uh, a death camp for fish. And um, it is a massacre. And we don't know what's going on. And we, we get the water tested. Everything's fine. Um, I bought them like $50 worth of fish and they are all dead. They are already one is yes. And then my parents bought them a new fish and some of them have already died. So I don't know what's going on. Um, so Peter's like, well, we're going to lay off until after Christmas and then I'll get new fish. And I was like, I think we need to buy him like a big fish. Ooh, maybe like a hearty fish. We're getting these little tiny guys. And they're like eight bucks each, but they're still tiny, you know. Anyway, I uh, maybe my parents and I were actually talking. Um, like a giant catfish. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, we were thinking like, could he handle a cat? And then my dad was like, the place will stink. His whole apartment will stink. That's true. And he's like, and my mom was like, my mom's allergic to cats, so we can't do that. Um, you know, he'll come over and we have cat hair all over him for sure. But and the other thing, we're like, maybe we'll get him like a hamster. And my dad's like, the whole place will stink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. I mean, like, you know. So, Is, are your parents planning their annual snowbird stuff, where Peter's going to watch them their house this year, or not really? Yeah, well, they can't go to America okay. because of you know. I don't know if you heard. There's a pandemic. But I hear rumors. They. Yes, they, but they are. They did go to. They are going to um, to Vancouver Island, which is um, off the west coast of Canada. It's very far away from Ottawa. They have to travel by plane, but it does not snow there. It's like fifty-five, sixty in the winter. Yeah, it's like the Hawaii of Canada. I've been. It's the Hawaii of Canada. Yeah. So it's full of old people because. Rheumatoid arthritis, snow. that's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're going to go. They're going to bring their golf clubs and golf. They've already got a place picked out and whatever. And if there's, I mean, there's a small chance that there might be a lockdown. They might not go, but. And so you know, Peter will I, get I, dog I duty? About it. So Peter's going to get dog duty. He's going to get dog duty. He's going to stay at the house. and But he can take care of the dog. It's just, I don't know. I, th- I was like, what about a dog? And they're like, it's just too much for him all day long term, you know. So I was like, well, I think I can get my a, a gerbil or something. I think it would be fun for Peter to have a gerbil. And a gerbil is the size where, if, like, if it dies, it's not tragic. A little mouse, basically. Like if, Peter, if, if Peter kills a cat, it's, not li- it's like sad. It's very sad. <laughs> probably tra- traumatizing for him. But if he kills, like, a little gerbil, it's like, it sucks. But it's not, like, going to... 
It's not gonna be depressing for him and for me. So we had a, we had try. hamsters when I was a kid for my kids, and they gave birth and then ate each other, and it traumatized my daughter. I'll tell you that she still talks about that. <laughs> oh my god! Did they eat the babies. They ate the babies and then they ate each other. <laughs> Jeez, were they hungry? There's plenty of food. <laughs> Yeah, gerbil, uh, hamsters are weird like that. You can look it up. <laughs> I just got, gee, I just, I'm traumatized. Yeah, you'd go and there'd be like one less every day, and we finally like figured out what was happening. We'd be like, oh, they're escaping. We looked over the house because we kind of got them for JJ because he'd like to mess with the cage or not mess with it, but look at it. Yeah. And then you know, and then it'd be less and less. It was so bad. <laughs> they ate. They ate the bones and everything. Yep. You got these fur poo balls. Yeah. It was very traumatizing. Good Lord. And they... <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying is if you're going to get them, get them one. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. I learned. I just learned a lot. Uh, I think they'll ever recover. Anyway, uh, in the news. Let's move on to in the news. This one took a really dark turn. This one, I don't know what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> we keep, keep trying to get it out of the darkness. But... Um, this one is in uh, Duke today, Duke University. Uh, this one is, uh, the title is, check this out, autism screening app for babies. That's interesting, isn't it? I think it's great. Cute little um, picture, cutest little fat cheek baby. Yeah. And this is, uh, this article is by uh, Veronique Koch. A revolutionary screening app for autism spectrum disorder was created by an interdisciplinary team at Duke University led by the director of the Duke Center for Autism and Brain Development, Geraldine Dawson, and electrical and computer engineering professor, Guillermo Sapiro. Um, you notice that they didn't give everyone an age like that article two weeks ago? No, I think that's old school newspaper stuff. I feel like the internet, they don't ask as much. Yeah. Um, the app uh, presents research-based stimuli that elicit behaviors related to autism spectrum disorder in children. While the child enjoys a video or game in an unconstrained setting, the front camera of the device is used to capture their reaction and behavior. That's pretty smart, isn't it? Uh, State-of-the-art uh, state computer vision and AI tools allow the researchers to understand the difference the, the different illicit behaviors including gaze, effect, head pose and facial landmark dynamics. Um, the data the data are combined with clinical data to develop novel biomarkers and understand child development at a completely new scale. The goal is to produce scalable, accessible and universal access to the best screening tools available to these children and their families. Um, yeah, so I think that's pretty. Uh, that's that's a pretty cool new development. Uh, as we all know, the earlier the better for detection. And but but here's my question. Now they didn't cover this in the article, but a lot of kids are pretty much neurotypical until they're like two and then there's a switch 
So how are you going to test a, a Well, baby? I don't know if it's a switch or if that's when it becomes detectable. But, I mean, these guys are oh, obviously... Good point. These guys and girls are smart. So, I mean, hopefully Geraldine Dawson and Guillermo Sapiro figured out how to, like... I don't know what they're gauging because I mean I, I can well, I can read it gaze head effect you know but uh, sure but if it works which it must otherwise you know it's I mean it's clearly scalable it's cheap you download an app it doesn't cost anything mm. you put it on your phone everyone's got an iPad yeah or or some sort of tablet and I'm, and I feel like the more of these tools the better so like if you had like two or three of these different apps and then all three of them said your baby's autistic then it's like okay well your baby has autism you have a baby with autism then there's probably i mean at the very least it would push you towards maybe you should have it looked at by a professional right and by it i mean the baby sorry <laughs> yeah you should have he or what she. is the age where you stop calling a human an it uh, i think at birth one but <laughs> yeah they call babies it all the time um yeah that's true anyway yeah, so I think it's um, co- very cool. Some very smart people. It is very cool. I would bet that they were they list, they listen to our podcast for ideas, <laughs> or at least sad stories. One of the two. Yeah, <laughs> I feel really bad. I shouldn't have told that story. Uh, Which story? The first one. I I just thought it was funny. I don't know about about Kenny. Yeah, but uh, I think it's a it's a it's good. To show that this is happening to people that we know. Yeah, I worked with that guy probably 500 times. He was a good guy. It's good. It, it, it can affect people. Yeah, at our age, he's like it, my it age. It affect. Yeah. It can. Well, it just it, it it can come back. It it may not hurt you, but it it could end up affecting somebody with a disability, and it, or it could just be a night. Anyway. Yeah, let's just try to be careful. Let's all be careful. Most of us are. I'm very careful. You're very careful. You have you got hit hard with COVID, and you have antibodies, and so you're you feel more comfortable traveling. And well, you're and, not I, gonna and hurt I keep anybody. getting tested. I got tested again. Yeah. I've been tested like five times, and I'm always negative. Yeah. So, well, I've been negative since April. So. Yeah, I just got tested. Um, so I got tested, rapid test. I'm, I'm going back to Canada. I'm, I just canceled my flight. I'm going to drive. Ooh, I rented a car. Look at this guy. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to test before my, my, my drive. And then I got an Airbnb for a week, and I'm going to get a test like three, four days after I arrive. Smart. And go like a drive-through test. And then, um, yeah, that's it. That's my, that's, then, then hopefully I won't kill my mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you going to quarantine or what's happening? I'm quarantining yeah, at the Airbnb yeah, for a week. Fine. But just for a week. It's supposed to do two weeks, but I'm going to get a test before and then I'm going to get a test. And quarantine out, uh, right? Or you can test out a quarantine. quarantine right? And wait for the results in quarantine. Yeah. I'm going to wait uh, four, three, four days. I'm going to wait four days for the, you know, in case I got it in the transfer of the car or when I pump gas or something. Um, it takes a few, the, the gestation period, a few days, but, and then I'm going to be, when I, then the next, you're supposed to do like 10 days, uh, for quarantine, but I'm going to do like the next three days, very like isolated in my parents' house. Like I'm not gonna hug my parents. I'm always gonna be six feet away. I'm gonna use I know I know I'm Yeah, I don't think I haven't hugged my dad this time. So yeah. Yeah. Just being careful. 
Yeah. I'm gonna quarantine. Like, I'm not gonna go out. I'm not gonna go to like restaurants and stuff. I'm just gonna do like the second half of quarantine there, just because I can't do two weeks of quarantine again. I just did it, and I'm not. I just. It's tough. It's tough. But. Yeah. Well, that's it, guys. This was a kind of a short one, but we appreciate your support as always. You can find us on social media as always. Rate and review. We really appreciate you doing it. It only takes a minute. Five stars. These guys made me laugh one time. It was encouraging or whatever. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. I'm at Kirk Smith Comedy on all. Or your if you're from Duke University, uh, just say we got all our ideas from Autastic. We from any for any university say that we 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 know that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was your social media, Graham? I'm at Mr. Graham K on Twitter and at Instagram K on Instagram. Um, Instagram K, baby. And uh, you know what, guys? I am trying to build up my YouTube page. Love it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm posting more there. All, all my sketches are on there. I'm, I'm uploading more stand-up. I just uh, subscribed to a uh, new app that lets me uh, very easily... Um, closed caption stuff so it doesn't take me four hours so i'm going to be posting a lot more stand up on there it's going to be cool and uh, go to youtube slash graham k comedy and that's it guys uh thanks so much for listening at kirk smith comedy on all platforms oh guys this is big this is huge this is huge big news big news get a pen get a pen everybody right now patreon.com slash autastic uh donate to this podcast um yeah we picked up a haul uh, picked up a sponsor us a dollar today we just picked up oh yeah haul yeah Hall? h-a-l haul thank you <laughs> all we need is oats and where did we got it <laughs> she's a man eater great song that's it guys yeah. <laughs> have a great week you can do it